0: Hello everyone and welcome back to this week's medicine podcast. This week we're going to be talking about cancer, specifically three types of cancer, prostate cancer, breast cancer and ovarian cancer. We'll go into the details of causes, um, the risk factors and certain new developments and UK statistics. Thank you for listening, Uh, this is a short disclaimer, We we are only students, we are not medical professionals so anything we say should not be taken as professional advice. Thank you for listening and please enjoy. So, first up we have ovarian cancer and we're going to, be ha- we're going to have Lisa speaking to us. So, Lisa, right. what is ovarian cancer?
1: So, ovarian cancer is when abnormal cells in the ovary become to grow and uncontrollably divide, which results in a tumour. So if the condition isn't diagnosed in its early stages, it has a risk of spreading to the surrounding tissue and potentially to even other areas in the body.
2: So what are the causes or the risk factors?
1: So the risk factors which can increase the likelihood of the cancer are increasing age. So as you get older, um, 8 out of 10 people are diagnosed with ovarian cancer, so you're more likely to get the cancer. And next, family genes and history. So the risk increases if you have someone in your family who has it, especially if that person is close, such as like a mother or a sister. Sometimes this can be because you've inherited a faulty version of a gene called BRCA1 or BRCA2. However, it's not... Um, always this case. So this is more rare because only one out of 10 ovarian cancers are believed to be caused by one of these faulty genes. So if one of your relatives have it, you're not necessarily going to get it. The next one is hormone replacement theory. So there are kind of conflicting results on this one. So I'm not too sure. But some studies have said that there's kind of a very slight risk, um, increased risk of getting ovarian cancer if the woman is taking HRT. However, they also said that the risk decreases again once she stops taking the hormone replacement. The next one is obesity and then smoking.
0: Wow, that's something. So uh, are there any available treatments that could help fight this type of cancer?
1: Yeah, so there are three things. Um, So the main one is kind of surgery. Uh, What they do is they kind of remove, well, they're trying to remove all of it, but sometimes they can't, um, of the cancer from the woman. And the surgery kind of involves removing both the ovarian and the fallopian tubes, or maybe even the womb or the omentum, which is kind of a fatty tissue in the tummy. Next, we've got chemotherapy. So chemotherapy is basically when a medicine is given to kill the cancer cells, um, and this can be used after surgery if the surgery doesn't remove all of the cancer or it can be used before surgery to kind of shrink the cancer so it's easier to remove. And finally, if the ovarian cancer comes back again after all these treatments, then, it can, then you can use chemotherapy to get rid of it again. And it can be used as tablets or an IV drip in the vein. And then finally, we've got radiotherapies Radiotherapies are basically done by carefully directing beams of radiation to kill the cancer cells. So it's not really commonly used to treat ovarian cancer, it's mostly like surgery and chemotherapy. However, it can be used after surgery to kill the remaining cells or to shrink tumors um, and even to reduce symptoms if the ovarian cancer has spread so much that it can't be cured.
2: So, I was just wondering, and I wanted to ask, how
1: many people actually suffer from ovarian cancer in the UK? That's actually a really good question, because around 7,500 women are diagnosed with ovarian cancer each year. So, unfortunately, it's mostly diagnosed in its later stages, which means that the survival is at its lowest, and it's actually the biggest gynecological killer of women in the uk
0: wow that's fascinating so are there any newly conducted research developments that have come about in this field
1: yeah actually so there's been a recent scientific breakthrough um and what they've done is they've this discovered these csc cells these are basically cancer stem cells um and what they're responsible for is chemo resistance or like reoccurring tumours and in many different cancers actually not just ovarian cancer so what this meant was scientists are now trying to search for drugs which can kind of stop CSCs Um, so the reason why is basically in the first round of chemotherapy the bulk of the ovarian tumours are removed But the CSCs are chemo-resistant, which means they survive the treatment. So whilst the symptoms may disappear and the patient may feel normal again, the CSCs kind of silently grow into a tumor. And then because they can't be treated by chemotherapy, they can be really um, lethal to the patient. So what they've found now is something called indoles, which are basically a type of chemical found in plants um, and vegetables um, so especially they're found in cruciferous vegetables which is basically related to the cabbage family so sprouts and stuff like that so what these do is monotargeted drugs basically only focus on one part of the cancer and because the cancer cells kind of realize oh they're targeting me on only this part they can become resistant what these do is they target the cancer cells from different angles. So they don't really have the time to realize and die and all that stuff. So that's why this is kind of more, this is kind of the latest breakthrough, which hopefully can get rid of the cancer. So they stop the tumor cells from growing and dividing. So that's what I've got for now. Next, let's move on to Um, Breast cancer. Vansheeta, can you tell us a bit about breast cancer?
2: Uh, Yeah, so for those people who don't know what breast cancer is, breast cancer is when abnormal cells in the breast begin to grow and divide in an uncontrolled way and eventually form a tumour. Breast cancer starts in the breast tissue, most commonly in the cells that line with the milk ducts of the breast. It is the most common cancer found in the UK, and it mainly affects women, but men can also get it.
1: Oh, okay, that that's interesting. I thought it was only women who get breast cancer, but it. Hmm. Okay, so what are kind of the causes or maybe risk factors which kind of increase the likelihood of getting breast cancer then?
2: that's a very good question so there are five main risk factors which are age family history lifestyle factors and radiation there are these risk factors either you can change them and some risk factors you can't change them um so for example age um as your age increases the likelihood of getting breast or getting breast cancer also increases so the most common age when women normally get breast cancer is over the age of 50 because they've just been through their menopause and 8 out of 10 cases of breast cancer happen in women over the age of 50. Another factor would be family history. So if you have a close relative who has just had breast cancer or ovarian cancer you may have a higher risk of developing um, breast cancer Genes such as BRCA1 and BRCA2 can increase the chance of breast cancer as well as ovarian cancer. Other genes such as TP53 and CHEK2 can also increase the risk of breast cancer. The third factor would be your lifestyle, so your habits. So if you are overweight or obese, this can also have an impact on the likelihood of getting breast cancer because after your menopause in women most uh, more estrogen is produced in which this causes an increased risk of developing breast cancer. Another one would be alcohol and this also increases the risk of breast cancer. The last one is radiation now, this normally happens when you're involved in medical procedures such as x-rays or CT scans, and um, this can also increase the risk of fresh cancers.
0: Interesting. So could you tell us about some treatments that can be done to um, get rid of this type of cancer?
2: So there are two types of surgeries that can happen. So the first uh, method is breast conserving surgery which is when the cancerous tumor is removed from the breast and this depends on the type of the cancer, the size of the tumor and the amount of tissue that needs to be removed so this type of surgery would be best suited if it was a benign cancer a benign tumor sorry um, and a benign tumor is when it cannot be spread in the body um, Another type of surgery is, mastectomy which is when you remove the whole breast but instead of these there are other types of therapies such as radiotherapy chemotherapy hormone therapy and targeted therapy as well
1: oh wow it's good to hear that there are so many things that hopefully can get rid of this breast cancer so Okay, so all of this is interesting, but how many people kind of suffer with this cancer in the UK? 55,000 women and 370 men are
2: diagnosed with breast cancer every year in the UK. One in seven women in the UK will develop breast cancer in their lifetime. But at that same moment, almost nine in 10 women survive breast cancer for five years or more. And this is very interesting that breast cancer survival is improving and has doubled in the past 40 years in the UK due to a combination of improvements in the treatment and care, earlier detection through screening and a focus on targets, including faster diagnosis. Even though breast cancer is rare in men, there are 370 new cases in the UK
0: each year. Wow, those are some big statistics. So, um, are there any, um, developments right now, like latest research in this field?
2: So, yes, the scientists are researching new drugs that can be implemented within uh, surviving breast cancer or detecting it earlier on. But right now, they have thought about liquid biopsies, which could replace the traditional needle biopsies. And these would normally look for like new gene changes or predicting if breast cancer can come back. Because if a person gets breast cancer once, it is very likely for them to have breast cancer again. Um, Another one would be new imaging tests. So more tests are now being developed for breast imaging. Um, So there are three types of um, imaging that are now being looked at, such as new types of optic optical imaging tests, electrical impedance Im- imaging, which is known as EIT, and positron emission
1: mammography, which is known as PEM. Right, that's really interesting. Oh, so Arian, um, yep. you were going to talk about prostate cancer, am I right?
0: Yes, I'll be talking about prostate cancer. So, prostate cancer is a cancer that of course occurs in the prostate gland, which is a walnut-shaped gland in the male reproductive system that produces the seminal fluid. So, there are different types of prostate cancers, and most of them grow quite slowly. However, there are some that grow very aggressively and spread quickly. If a prostate cancer can be contained within the gland, it is much easier to remove
2: the risk factors or the causes of prostate cancer
0: so to be completely honest when i was researching this it seems to me that doc- right now there is not a proper cause for prostate cancer doctors know doctors just know that it's something to do when the dna in the prostate cell um it alters and it causes them to divide more rapidly and these abnormal cells will continue living because of their rapid division and the normal cells will die which causes a kind of a clump, which is what we call a tumour. And then this, if it spreads beyond the um, prostate gland, it can be quite dangerous. And yes, there are certain risk factors that can increase your chances, such as older age. It's most common after the age of 50. And then there's also race. For reasons that are not yet determined, but black people tend to have a higher risk of prostate cancer than other races, and it tends to be more aggressive as well as what um, Lisa said earlier about the genes BRCA1 and BRCA2. If your family history has these genes, then it's quite a higher chance of you getting prostate cancer.
1: Oh, okay. So there must be some type of treatments, right? Maybe surgeries to remove it?
0: Yes, there are treatments. But before we go and look at treatments, let's go through a few preventions that you can do. One of the most Um, useful and I guess successful prevention would be changing it into a healthy diet of fruit and vegetables and exercising. As most tumours tend to be caused by obesity and so if you exercise and maintain a healthy weight you can um, reduce your risk of prostate cancer. So now let's move on to the diagnosis and the treatment. Well diagnosis can be done by two ways. You can either do a digital rectal scan which is a DRE or a prostate specific antigen test. And once the, prost- once the cancer has been identified, you identify whether it has moved beyond the prostate or is still within the prostate. If it is within the prostate, it is much easier to conduct a surgery. And there are two types of surgeries you can do. You can do one by making several small incisions in your abdomen, or making one long incision in the abdomen. However, if the cancer has um, progressed beyond the prostate, then you can do radiotherapy radiotherapy or chemotherapy to remove the cancer however there is this one type of treatment which i found quite interesting because i've really never heard of it and that's called freezing the prostate tissue i meant freezing the prostate tissue in this the cells are frozen and this kills the cells as well which is quite a good way to do it or you can heat it quite contrary and this heating also kills the cell however this can be good to treat small prostate cancer where surgery isn't really a necessity then some of the other treatments also include chemotherapy or immunotherapy or targeted drug therapy.
2: Really interesting so how many people actually suffer from prostate cancer?
0: Well the, especially in the UK the numbers here are quite large every year 47,500 people are diagnosed with it and every 45 minutes, one man dies with prostate cancer.
1: Oh, uh, that's really sad. So hopefully there must be some type of development um, right now to treat prostate cancer, right?
0: Yes, there is. Actually, the other day I was reading an article on some new research on gene changes. And these gene changes have allowed scientists to better understand how the cancer actually develops and to get to the root cause of it. And by this, we can, we can, it can help us to prevent it or to cure it. And it also helps with diagnosis as well, to help it be diagnosed in its early stages. Thank you for
2: listening to today's podcast about ovarian, breast and
0: prostate cancer. We hope you enjoyed it and see you guys later.